turn to James, the fourth chapter. All right now. James. Hallelujah. Woo. All right now. We're going to be reading verses one through eight when you get there. My, 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 my. <laughs> Woo! I don't think it's going to be that bad. <laughs> but I ain't got the full message either. <laughs> Preach the word. <laughs> Woo! If you have it, say amen. Amen. Let's read. From whence, whence cometh wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts that war in your members? Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have, and cannot obtain. You fight in war, you have not, because you ask not. You ask and receive not, because you ask amiss, that you may continue it upon your lusts. Ye adulterers and adulteress, know ye that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture said in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusted to envy? But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he said, God resisted the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Amen. Most heavenly Father, in the name, in the of, name Jesus, of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, O oh God, for thank the you, Lord, God. this morning. We pray for each and every household that's represented here right now. Lord, yes, we pray, O oh God, that you would bless the word this morning. Break it according to the need right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come against everything that would hinder the child of God. We pray for those of God that needing strength this morning. We pray for those, O oh God, that needs to need you right now. They need you, Lord, and they know that they need you. Lord, we pray for those, O oh God, that are in the midst of the valley of decision, God. Pray for those, O oh God, that have been caught up by the devil. O oh God, in the the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would bless us, your people, oh God. Let's enlighten us in this hour, oh God. Oh God, give us direction and guidance in the name of Jesus. Lord, we can't make it without you, Lord. We appreciate what you've done, and Lord, we thank you for where you've taken us, oh God. Lord, we lift up every household right now. Lord, you meet the needs of the house, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for those that are even on Zoom and those are on the radio broadcast and listening in right now. God, minister to the need, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, feed your people, oh God. Feed us with the finest of the wheat. Oh God, and we'll give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. Lord, we ask you to bless your manservant. Give him clear your thought, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Woo! Glory! The subject will come from verse 8. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. The subject this morning is 
come closer. Come closer. You know, that sometimes it, it's amazing that the church does not get excited when God calls us all to come closer. When you look at the fact that God don't want us far off, but he want us to be near him. And the whole lot of folks get intimidated because they don't get rid of sin, which make them uncomfortable in the presence of God. If you ever notice, like when you're not right and you know you're not right, that's when you're not comfortable in worshiping God. When you're not right and you know you're not right, you can't lift up holy hands because your conscience begins to condemn you because you have not got the things that is wrong in your life right before God. Uh, can you imagine when Moses was on the backside of the mountain and God was burning a bush, but the bush was never consumed because Moses was far away and God wanted to let Moses know that I'm right over here. Come where I am. Uh, uh, can I tell you God is not going to give you a message when you're over on the back side of the mountain you got to come to where God is in order to receive what it is that God is trying to reveal to you uh, we got a problem we got a problem uh, I don't know if you notice it or not more people are absent from the house of God uh, or more people come to the house of God and don't bring their mind, their soul and their body. They don't want to occupy the president, occupy the building with the presence of God. Therefore they are divided when they come to the house of God because they don't know how to handle themselves in the presence of God. Oh, when you begin to look at the, the power of God, when you begin to look at various convictions, oh, you ought to be glad when the Holy Ghost begin to convict you. It's not about the singing. It's about God is letting you know that I need you to come closer. Uh, you are getting further and further and further away. Uh, I need you to walk with me. Uh, I need you to come nigh to me. Uh, I need you and me to have a fellowship. Uh, oh, there's nothing like you and God being on the same page on the same day. Uh, there's nothing like you and God walking hand in hand. Uh, there's nothing like you and God uh, talking in the cool of the day. Uh, there's nothing like you and God reflecting over your life. Uh, of the hills that he brought you up. Uh, in the valleys that he brought you through. Uh, 
Can I tell you, brothers and sisters, there is nothing like that. I believe that's why David say, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. David was telling God, I'll go anywhere you go with me. Hallelujah to God. That's why he said, If I make my bed in hell, thou art there. If I flee to the uttermost part of the earth, thou art there. Lord, I'll go wherever you go. Is there anybody here can make that kind of commitment with God? Ain't nothing like walking with God. If you gotta walk with God by yourself, there's nothing like being in the Shekinah and being covered by the glory of God. All we can holler out is glory. Cause we know God is here. Oh, I believe it when Isaiah said his claim, his chain fill the temple. Isaiah was saying, God is here. I don't know if you feel him, but God is here. And he's here right now. Do I have a church? Do I have a church? One songwriter said, when God entered into the building, the sin sick are healed. When God entered into the building, folks are saved. When God entered into the building, oh, you ought to be able to shout hallelujah. Ain't nothing like when God shows up. When you look at Jesus as he was walking, when Jesus just showed up, the word got out and they began to whisper, Jesus is here. Or Jesus is coming down the main road. And everybody that needed God, they would line up down the main road. That's where you find people like Zacchaeus. He needed salvation, so he was on the main road. That's why you hear about folks like Bartimaeus. Jesus was coming down the main street. Jack and Kiss and Bartimaeus said, let me go where Jesus is. Jack needed salvation. Bartimaeus needed his eyesight. I don't know why you here this morning, but I know you got a need. That's the only reason why you're here this morning. I'm not ashamed of the fact that I need thee every hour, every minute of the day. I need thee every week, every month, every year. I need you. I can't go nowhere without 
without you, Jesus, I need you. Hallelujah to God. When you find and you find out that God is not intimidated by the fact that you want something. Look out, church. It is only folk that don't want to be bothered with you when you need something. But when you need something from God, God holds his head up and sticks his chest out because that cry is not an ordinary cry. You're crying out of a need and it's annoying to people. Remember what they told Bartimaeus. Be quiet. You too loud. You need to shut up. I'm trying to enjoy the serenity of the quietness. But Bartimaeus had a need. And it wasn't like the need. You want to touch. But Bartimaeus wanted to be delivered. So Bartimaeus was radical in his crying out. Just want to holler Jesus, but Barnabas probably jumped and hollered, Hey Jesus, Barnabas probably waved his hand while he jumped, Hey Jesus, Hallelujah to God, I come to tell some of you. What you doing ain't enough. If you want to get God's attention, because God's got a lot going on. There are some folks that crying out, but they're not crying out from their heart. Do I have a church? Hallelujah to God. So when you notice how Bartimaeus was on the roadside and Jesus, I don't know how far Jesus was from him. But one thing I know about God, you can touch him sitting in a service when the building is full and nobody touch him but you and they look at you like what's wrong with you this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and he delivered him out of all 
come to a point in your life where you don't like what's going on in your life and you cry out Lord help me Lord have mercy Lord cleanse me
relationship on you. And he sent me to remind you. Cast all your cares upon him. Cause he cares for you. Cause give God some praise in here. Hallelujah to God. We spend a whole lot of time in a whole lot of services not getting what we need. Can I tell you, it's time now to get exactly what you need from God. Hallelujah to God. If you can open your mouth If you can tell God what you need I'm convinced you can get it Cause you open your mouth in faith And where faith in A situation collides You'll find God in the if he gotta tear Satan's kingdom down to get to where you at, do I have a church? I come to tell you, God is on his way. If you can get the supply of faith, he can supply the miracle. Too hard for you. 
to do is get closer to God. Do I have a choice? Do you know what he's saying? Can you pray? Can you fast? Can you show up to the house of God? Can you meet me? Where I said I'll meet you. Can you get there? And get there in a hurry. Hallelujah to God. You don't realize. We don't have a whole lot of time. To fight the devil. That's why you need God. To show up more sooner than later. You don't need your faith to leave. That's why you need God. Hallelujah to God. If you ever wonder why God Jesus showed up three days later for Lazarus in on Martha and Mary had at least three days of faith. Can I tell you if you calling God and God ain't showing up you at least got another day of faith. Do I have a church and let your faith ride? Say if you don't come today he'll be here tomorrow. If you don't come tomorrow he'll be here the day after. My God is an Do I have a church? Do I have a church? Do I have a church? Hallelujah. Go tell every demon out of hell. Three days ain't no time. I've been in this three years. I've been in this three months. I've been in it five years. Four months and three days. Do I have a church? We don't define a whole our God for days, weeks, and months. You just start moving toward God. You just start showing up to church early. Amen. You show up where he said he meets you.
remember now, Moses was running for his life. And the only God that he knew was down in Egypt because Egypt was his birthplace. Had to leave where he knew God. Had to join to somebody that worshiped maybe in a different way. But his father-in-law was a priest of Midian. So you don't tell God where he's sending you, you ain't going. Because God can save you wherever he sends you. Oh, I wish I had a child. He had to reconnect himself with his God. I don't know if it was in the 39th year or the 40th year. He was in the wilderness and he saw a sight of a bush burning, but it was not consumed. Lord help us. You don't get it. You don't get it. You thought you was dying, Moses. But you ain't dying. The bush is not being consumed. I'm not through, Moses, just because you're in a predicament. Come on here. You don't let what you're going through define God. I'm in the wilderness I on the other side of a mountain don't have lost all contact with God but God said I ain't lost contact with you can I tell you church sometimes we give up on God too quick You may have lost touch of your hold on God, but God had lost his hold on you. So don't tell the backslider they'll never be saved. Just pray that God will find them one day and bring back home. Your God said, hey, you struggling, but come closer. Hey, you beating yourself up because you can't dot every I and cross every two. Hey, 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 come closer. Your flesh 
is getting the best of you. Don't worry about that. Come closer. Yes, sir. Wow. Your mouth keep getting you in trouble. Don't worry about that. Come closer. Come nearer to God. Can I tell you, this is the wrong season in anybody's life trying to live a saved life as far from God as you can. That is suicide. You've got to get close. Draw nigh to God and God will draw nigh to you. So you tell God, I need you and I need you now. You know, the new literal translation said James 44 and 8 says, Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, ye sinner. Purify your heart, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. You're relying too much on the world and not relying enough on God. It's all right to have a job. But don't let the job have you. It's all right to be living in a fine house, but don't let the fine house have you. It's all right to have a fine clothes and a coke parlor figure and muscles all out of the, uh, the yeeing and uh, washboard abs, uh, but don't let it have you. So, purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. When we seek God with all our hearts and draw near to him, we will feel his presence once again. Now, isn't that the real problem between the church now and the church that have passed? We don't feel the presence of God like we used to. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. It was all about feeling the anointing of God. They didn't care. They would call everything demonized and everything was a devil and the devil this and the devil said that. But as long as I can feel the power of God, I know I'm alright. And that's how you know that you know that you know. When you can feel 
The anointing of God. You, you know, the sinners don't understand this. Folks that hadn't had this experience should never dictate to you the point where you come down off of what you know and what you feel and what your experience was. Don't you realize, remember, there was a point where every denomination copied the holiness church? They copied it, but never had it. They talked about God, but didn't possess him. And it showed up in lifestyle. And now, I pose a question. Who have you listened to to talk you out of the power of God? Remember, Eve let the devil and a serpent talk her out of the power of God. Who are you listening to? You listening to somebody? Who have told you or who have bewitched you? That ye obey not the truth. Oh, come on here. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Walk with me. Why walk with me? Ain't through yet. When you look at the word in the text, it says actually in the King James, come nigh. Nigh means close or near. Uh, it also means to draw, to come near to. So you got to move where you are. And the problem is that we don't want to move anymore. There's an old church that saying, when the Lord's get ready, you got to move. You may be high, you may be low, but when the Lord gets ready. You got them all. I got one even better than that. Who have pulled water on you and cooled you off? <laughs> Who blowed your fire to the point that you don't act nothing like you did when you first got saved? It's not a matter of fact for you anymore. You can come if you want to and stay if you don't want to come. There's no urgency anymore. Uh, you done cooled off. You take a big glass of cold water from the devil. Hallelujah to God. It doesn't matter anymore if you don't feel the power of God. I can hear the old church used to say something is moving. And it's moving all over me. It's moving in my hands and it's moving in my feet. Something is moving. And then they go, it's the Holy Ghost moving all over me. If you can't feel it moving, you need to draw nigh to God and let God draw nigh to you. You must remember, 
You don't serve a dead God. God is alive. And he's living. And he, hopefully he lives in you. <laughs> when you look at what, 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 what? What does it mean to come closer to God? If you want to get close to God, it means we need to be, need to pursue holiness in our life. Oh, now you got to get funny acting. Oh, the world got to turn for you. Oh, now you got to think you better. You got to know you better than S-I-N. You got to know you better than S-I-N-S. You got to know that I was not created to be a sinner.
You can think anything you want to think about me. I've got enough power in myself to let you think it. We follow God. We made our choice to walk toward God. We made a commitment to God to get closer to him. There's one writer said there's 12 ways to get closer to God right now. Get quiet. Some of you talk too much. Some of you bumping your gums when you need to shut up. Read your Bible. Ain't talking about you go to sleep. You read your Bible. If he's putting you to sleep late, read it early. Get up an hour early and read your Bible. Read it on your lunchtime. Read your Bible. If you want to draw closer to God, and if you want God to draw closer to you, you've got to do what you need to do to get closer to God. Spend some time alone with God. Turn the TV off. Turn the radio off. Turn the phone off and spend some time with God. I never forget some of the saints. They would take their phone off the hook because they had a prayer meeting with God. Oh, child, you don't. What time did you call? You? Oh, I called you about noon, twelve to one o'clock. I don't. I don't answer my phone. I, me, and God be having a talk. But have you noticed we'll quit doing everything spiritual to talk to sinners about nothing? And the devil knows when you're trying to get down to business with God because you know the further you get from him, the closer you get to God. Come on! Meditate on the scripture. some good worship music on. Ain't talking about this junk they got. Go grab your old hymn. I love the Lord because he heard my cry. Pitted my every groan as long as I live in trouble eyes I'll hasten to his throne. You get that in your cry. When hell and high water come, you automatically break away from everybody and run toward God. Yes, sir. Wow. Look at the word. You're going to understand it all? No. But guarantee you, you're going to have some stuff in your arsenal. That when you get in a tight, the Holy Ghost going to let it come up to your mind. And it's going to flow off your lips. It is going to be the weapon of your warfare for that day. Can you imagine? The devil 
devil come and tell you he gonna kill you. Oh, he done done it to me. I know he done done it to you. So I shall live and not die, and I shall declare the works of the Lord. You can't get that from nowhere. Well, you got God sends that up when the devil starts making an attack against your faith. Then you can read about what Jesus said in Scripture. The devil really on your trail one day, Lamont. Read everything and read it. Because you know what the old folks did? They wrote the Bible, everything in red. Jesus said everything in red, and it's right there. So tell him, I'm going to fight you with everything in red today. If you couldn't do nothing with Jesus, I know you can't do nothing with me, because I'm the man with a red tongue today. And worship him. Tell him how much God he is in your life. Beside you, Jesus, there is no God. If any God shows up, I don't bow. I bow to you, Jesus. You're my God. You're my King. You're my everlasting Savior. You worship Jesus. I ain't thinking about Buddha and Allah and all the rest of them today. Hallelujah. You follow his teachings. You follow what Jesus told us to do. Do what he told you to do if you got to make a list of what he told you to do. This is how all men know that you are my disciples. You have love one to another. You love everybody that say they're a saint of God. Whether you like them or not, you love them anyway. Humble yourselves and pray. Read and study. You know, there's a difference between reading and study. You take that Bible. You track what is said in one scripture to another scripture. And to another scripture. And to another scripture. So you can get the full meaning of what it says. That's right, Dad. That's right, Come on now. Uh, somebody come. Oh, you trying to be a preacher? No, I'm trying to be saved. With the capital S. Come to church. I know it seems like it's the hardest thing to do. But if you having problem of being faithful, that is the number one sign. Yes. 
if you can't obey him, you can't be his disciple. Can't be faithful. And you're not going to be just unfaithful in one area. It's going to be a whole bunch of things that you're going to let go until you let him go. An unstable man or unfaithful man or double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You can't be faithful in no other aspects of your life. If you were a mother, you couldn't even be a faithful mother. If you were a wife, you couldn't be a faithful wife. If you were a daughter, you couldn't be a faithful daughter. Because you are unstable. You're unfaithful to God. God ain't letting you be faithful to everybody but him. So we got to wash our hands. Yes. We got to wash our hands. And, and when you look at this sermon is actually dealing with conflicts. Yes. Yes. And everybody in here has conflicts. Something is fighting something else that you're trying to do. <laughs> Hallelujah to God. As human, we are very prone to conflicts. You can't even stay faithful to one TV show because you got your eyes caught on another one. James 1 and 3 says, What caused fighting and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires and battles within you? It's a reflection of what's going on on the inside. It ain't about your outside. You're fighting on the inside. And you're trying to make me and everybody believe ain't no fighting going on. But I come to call you a bald-faced lie. I'm fighting and you fight. And we all need to get God's help. Come close to God. You desire, but you do not have. Oh, look at you want to do great things for God? You want it? But you can't cause you ain't faithful cause you got some warrings on the inside. You want to pray, you want to read, you want to study, but you got conflicts. You desire, but you have not. So you kill. Oh my God. You covered but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel. Lord have mercy. Oh, you can see it at home, but you can't see it in church. Man can't get his way, so he start arguing. 
Woman can't get his way, they start arguing. Child can't get their way, so they start arguing. All you are is combative. You all you wanna do is argue. Cause you can't get your way. And James is telling you're doing the same thing at church. Saints can't get along. Conflicts. Because they can't have their way. So we quarrel and we fight. You do not have because you do not ask. All you got to do is ask God. But you got to get close to ask God. You don't want to get close to God because you don't want to get rid of your junk in your trunk. So you getting mad? Hmm. Pastor Turner show get on my nerve. I'll be glad when he preached a thirty minute sermon. I'll be glad for that day too. So I can stop going home tired. You don't ask God, and when you do ask him, you don't receive because you ask with the wrong motive. What is motivating you? That's what a question we as saints of God should, what is motivating your praise? What is motivating your prayer? What is motivating you to come? If you can't answer those questions, you're in trouble. And please don't say I'm just trying to get out the house because I'm tired of being in the house. Can I remind you of something? If you don't put nothing in this, you get nothing out of it. When I say nothing, nothing. I've watched folks been in the church 15, 20 years, put nothing in and never got the Holy Ghost, died out of the church, but never spoke in tongue while they was in the church. They was in the church before I got in it. Nothing in, nothing out. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motive. That you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Women now. Y'all didn't get it. So that you could spend it on your pleasure. God said, I'll provide your needs. He didn't say he's going to provide your pleasures, Robert. I will provide for all your needs in glory by Christ Jesus. No, you want your pleasures. So I can go on vacation into the Bahamas. You just want to drink where ain't nobody going to see you. You do that at home. 